Tell me more. No, I sound like that. I'm like, what? <laughs> I want to know. I'm going to do it just because I want to know what the difference is between my normal talking voice, which okay. is this. And like, oh my God, tell don't me do more. That. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> because that's what I listen to myself. That's what I sound like to me. I sound like a total valley girl. But you don't. But to me, I do because my voice is a lot like "fuck with me, bro" in my head. <laughs> in my head, I'm more of a badass. Welcome aboard to the flight attendant podcast. The seatbelt sign's on. It's gonna be a rough ride. another podcast um b and here with me i have one of my really good friends bobby hi everyone <laughs> bobby and i fly, uh, work together but she's just joining me on my layover because i was kind of bored and i asked her to come with me and i have nothing better to do with my life so i might as well i mean know? it's the holiday so where can you really go during covid yeah and florida's like the one place that's open right so exactly. yeah we had a really good lunch today. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. It was kind of weird because we've we've both been there before. Right. And we've had really good food, really good drinks. And, like, the drinks were decent. Yeah. But the food. I mean, I had mimosas. You really can't go wrong for with mimosas. Yeah. Unless you overpour the orange juice. They didn't overpour the orange they juice. They were tiny glasses. Though. They were tiny glasses. I was, I was expecting a bigger glass. Yeah. Like, um, there's a endless mimosa place that I love that we oh, need to go to sometime. Yes, please. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I went, used to, when I lived in Fort Myers, I used to go to this place. I, I think they changed the name of it now. But they used to have um, bottomless mimosas and all-you-can-eat sushi for, I think, like, 20 bucks. Really? Or I think, it was, yeah, it was somewhere around, like, whatever the sushi was, all-you-can-eat, and then you added an extra $10 for bottomless mimosas. That's so nice. Yeah. I remember the first time I went, I had, I can't even tell you the amount of mimosas, but I wasn't yeah. feeling them until I stood up. Oh my God. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah. champagne and Prosecco don't really hit you until and, you're, yeah. Right? yeah. I think um, there's a, I know a bottomless sushi place right. in Wicker Park in yeah. Chicago, and it's like 30 bucks. Really good sushi. They'll make it all in front of you and give oh, it straight nice. to you. It's so nice. But they don't do mimosas. There's a mimosa place that also does like bottomless mimosas, Bloody Marys, and then beer mosas. If you're a beer person, like the beer mosa, does that just have like orange juice? It's it's beer and it's orange juice and beer. I'm not a fan of it. I haven't. It looks disgusting. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I don't know if the whole could, beer. I mean, I I personally don't like beer. It's easy. So I just. Don't drink it. Yeah. If I have to, I, I don't even, I don't know if I have, I mean, you really don't have to drink beer, but yeah. if there's nothing else. It's always accessible. Right. Yeah. 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 But I guess if I, if I really don't have anything else to drink, I just don't drink at all. That's the way to do it. Right. I don't need a extra calories of alcohol. Right. Exactly. Best way to put it. <laughs> Especially with the beer with all the like. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, gaseous. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. And I hate that. Yeah. So. So, um, so we're going to just talk to Bobby a little bit about how she likes being a flight attendant. This is her like first airline, right? Yeah. This is my first airline. What'd you do before this? Before this, I worked in nonprofit. Okay. So completely different field. And then before that, just college. Just college. You know? Yeah. Yeah. How do you, how does like, what's the difference between like being in the nonprofit to like being on Everything, like what's okay? So I should, I should change this <laughs> completely question. different. Well, like, well, of course, yeah. yeah. But like, what's one thing that you would say, like that your skills at your nonprofit like transferred over to? So, when I worked in nonprofit, I did a lot of like managing of other people, so it was more like a crew scheduler job because I was in charge of over two hundred plus volunteers, and if anything, my job just was a lot of people skills mm -hmm. which kind of relates back onto the plane but 
I can't really think of a lot of the similarities between the two. Right. You know? Yeah. I think back to like working at my, at the gas station or like more, you know? Yeah. yeah. Because that has more customer service and safety to it than when I worked in nonprofit. I was doing a lot more management, Excel and all that, you know, documents. and Yeah. We don't do a lot of paperwork here unless we have... Something major going on. I'm so happy to not be doing paperwork. Yeah. It was stressful. Yeah. So. Yeah, when I worked, because I worked for engineers, I was constantly, like, going to the city, mm-hmm. to the city hall to, like, put permits in and do, like, correspondence. It was just crazy. Yeah. So, did you hear about that guy, um, the passenger that died on that United? United? Yeah. Yeah, Um, and he was COVID positive. Yeah. In the flight attendant, yeah. yeah, I saw that earlier today. Yeah, I mean, it had a, it's really sad um, that you know he passed away, but at the same time, like he exposed everyone knowing he had it. So I didn't read the article. The article says he was positive and knew about it. Yeah. So um, it was supposed to be from Orlando to LA. And, um, and it's passed on the passenger. Some boards of that, the, the passenger's wife admitted that he felt shortness of breath and having also lost his sense of taste and smell prior to boarding. So like the wife of the man told everyone on board and the staff and nurse that he was COVID positive. I was, this from like one of the other passengers. She's like, Mm -hmm. I was three rows away. I heard what was said. The wife stated he was symptomatic for over a week. The nurse and EMT that worked on him told everyone near him to go get tested. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? I don't know. It's, I mean. At that point, just don't fly. Right. You're you're just exposing everyone. Yeah, and you're making it 20 times worse for everyone that has to be there. Mm -hmm. You're making it worse for yourself because when you're feeling sick, you know, your immune system is down and just going anywhere. You're more tired. You're more right. just wanting to stay in bed and do absolutely nothing. And I honestly feel like we should, like, it, it should be implemented that um, that you have to have a negative test before you fly anywhere. Even, in, you know, even in domestic, international, mm-hmm. like, just anywhere before you even get on a flight. Yeah. I know they have that for a lot of international Mm -hmm. at this point like if you want to go down to i don't know about mexico but i know like costa rica guatemala um if you want to fly mostly anywhere i think there's probably a list online somewhere um but it should be domestic as well yeah like just traveling anywhere yeah i mean even if it's by bus or train you don't i mean all these places that we travel for public transportation Mm-hmm. It's an it's an enclosed space. Testing is so limited still. I know. I think, like at O'Hare, they're just setting up their first right rapid testing center at the airport. Right. And I think that opens tomorrow mm-hmm. or sometime within the next month. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It opens like in the next few um, next few days. And that's a big improvement because it's going to allow people to start traveling more with that security in mind. I know so many of my friends back home. They're like, I don't want to do anything unless I know I'm negative. Right. And this is the way to do that. I mean, I'm thankful that I was able to go get tested pretty quickly, like I told you earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got my test back within literally two days i got it checked on thursday yeah and then um i got my results on saturday morning so that was great um but not everybody is that lucky yeah and they should become more accessible more places are doing like the free testing too which will really start to improve stuff right right hopefully Fingers crossed (laughs) um so the faa find two passengers uh, for accusing or for assaulting flight attendants for telling them to wear their masks. Was so that the Delta flight? Uh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, you're looking nope. at facts right now. And I'm like, <laughs> no, trying to remember from that one no, Facebook it was, post. <laughs> right. No, it was um, the first 
So there's so there's two different ones. Mm-hmm. So and they are both civil fines. The first fine is fifteen thousand dollars, mm-hmm. and that one happened on Allegiant Air from Clearwater to um, Mascuda, Illinois. Okay. Uh, the FAA said that the passenger repeatedly screamed obscenities at a flight attendant, then hit him and grabbed his phone while he was telling the captain about the passenger's behavior. So. Um, so they had to make an unscheduled landing. Well, yeah, and course. then the second one occurred on a SkyWest Airlines from Atlanta to Chicago. And the FAA said that the passenger moved their face covering, bothered other passengers, and grabbed the female flight attendant's buttock. Beautiful. So, I mean, it's it's been nine months of this already. Yeah. Um, and people are getting sick of it at this point. I mean, I'm sick of it, but I'm still oh, doing yeah. my... I'm still doing my part by wearing the mask whenever you need to, whenever you should be, you know, I, I've had people, oh my God, I had a lady on a flight recently who just asked for a drink and she took one small sip every 10 seconds. And I swear half the time she wasn't even sipping because this drink lasted forever. I hate, I hate it when they do that. It doesn't makes no sense. And if you really don't want to wear a mask, don't go anywhere or take your own car. Yeah. I just did a little road trip. Yeah. That was fun. And the road trip? Um, Let's see. I went from Chicago to New Mexico to South Dakota back to Chicago. That's so nice. It was nice. And I've noticed that a lot of places in South Dakota... um, Probably a little bit more open. Well, not only that, like people are just not wearing their masks, yeah. which is kind of sucks because, you know, I'm, I'm doing my part. Everybody should do their part. But it was, um, so we drove through South Dakota, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and then down Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And it pretty much no one was wearing their masks. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I just kept my mask on when I went anywhere um, public. I visited my friend in Kansas mm-hmm. two months ago. And we went to the gas station, like, after he picked me up from the airport. No one in that gas station was wearing masks. I don't understand. And then they look at you, like... Like, you're crazy. And it's like, excuse me. (laughs) I don't know what you have. It's like, when you have sex with someone, you kind of want to make sure you're protected no matter what. Right. You know? Right. So just wear the fucking mask. Exactly. (sighs) I don't understand. Yeah. But, um, what's your favorite aspect about flying? Um... I so this is a weird one because like I love having the crazy schedule. Yeah. I it's like one of the things that's amazing about this job is you can just kind of be like, oh yeah, tomorrow I don't know where I'm gonna be. But I think I end up in Pittsburgh, or you know, you like can mm-hmm. do just kind of like anything in the world. And then you have days off at a time and you just get to go places and meet new people. Right. I think that's probably the best part about it. Just the unexpected in every situation. Yeah, I have met a lot of cool people. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like a different crews and random passengers. Mm-hmm. Like you know, follow photographers or yeah. artists on Instagram just like by talking to them. So it's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, I've met some great crew members. Like I love some of the flight attendants that we have. Yeah. Love them. Um, and then I have met like two or three cool passengers like I haven't been here for too long you know it's only been like a year and a half or so but like I had some amazing people just like hang out with me regularly and I'm like oh my god I love you (laughs) this one girl she came back and she's like I just want to draw a photo of you and I was like of course (laughs) like you could draw me anytime like paint me like one of your French girls like come on (laughs) (laughs) um and she's the sweetest thing she ended up getting a job in Chicago and I was like we can hang out oh that's awesome it was like meet new people everywhere. Right, right. Great thing. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. So about our lunch. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about the lunch. Infamous lunch. I just can't believe that waiter, the server. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. So uh, we went to this little restaurant here in Florida where they have really great drinks, they have great drink deals, and they have really great menu. We've both been before. Um, and so we ordered appetizers as soon as we sat down. And 
then we also order our drinks. Our drinks came, then our appetizers came, and then literally two seconds later, our actual meal came. Yeah. It was all within like 10 seconds of each other. I know. I was like, can I enjoy something? And then they, and then he got your order wrong. And then he was like, what did he say? He was like, oh, I could have sworn you ordered yeah, this. He told me that I could have sworn you ordered the chicken. And like, it was like chicken and potatoes, um, mashed potatoes. And I don't mind it, but I personally don't like eating chicken that I have to take off the bone at a restaurant. You know, that's right. more of like an at-home meal right, for me, right. you know? And I ordered a club sandwich, like the chicken club. Right. Completely different. Completely different. And I said it twice because when he was taking our order, he was... He was just spaced out. Yeah. Because he, like, he had to come back and double check our appetizers. Mm -hmm. And double check our drinks. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, yeah, it should be just any second. And it's like, okay. And he was just really weird about it. And I, I kind of, like... I'm not someone who's ever, like, gotten angry at the waiter. and <laughs> well, That's totally me. <laughs> well, you stood up for yourself, and you stood up for me because I was, like, feeling like, what the fuck? Like, you know, because mm-hmm. I did, like, hey, excuse me, this is my... Well, the thing is, know? it's, like, he would walk by. He's, like, you guys okay? Okay. And, like, he wouldn't wait. Yeah, and it, even, I think, it was when we ordered drink number two. Uh-huh. Um, you kind of, like, did the whole finger, like, excuse like, hey, me. Yeah, I don't like to do that because yeah. I know they're working and they're busy. Yeah. But there's an empty glass in front of me. Yeah. And there was, my glass was empty as well because I was, like, trying to keep it so we were drinking the same amount at the same time. And he, you told him, hey, I want another mimosa. And he ran off. I was like, uh, I'm like, excuse me, like, she wants one too. Yeah, yeah like, there was two people at this table. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, I didn't see. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's your job. Yeah. And so, like, when somebody said to me the other day, um, the, the lead flight attendant was making an announcement. And then... Um, because we were we're on boarding and you know people like to move. So mm-hmm. he's making the announcement, don't move because we're still boarding, like we'll wait until the end and then we can help you out. Yeah. So you can have, you know, families sit together. And um the other flight attendant that was working the cabin with me, she's like she starts moving everyone. Was this on today's flight? No, no, this was like maybe three months ago. Oh okay. so then she comes to the back and I was like, Hey, just FYI the lead had just said um, not to move everyone. Yeah. And you started moving everyone. It's like, oh, well, I wasn't, I, I didn't hear him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's kind of our job. And she goes, and she said to me, she's like, I have other stuff. He's like, I wasn't paying attention. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's literally your job to make sure you're situationally aware. I was just about to say that. <laughs> Yeah, that's, like, the one thing with our job. You have to notice people, see their, like, little things, kind of, like, you know, do a smell test. Do they smell like alcohol? Right. You know? Like, be aware. Yeah, it's just, I just, I can't. When she said that to me, I was, like, she got really defensive. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, she's, like, well, I'll take it up with him. And I was just, like, I'm not trying to argue with you here. Yeah. I've been doing this for way too long. For you to just say, you know, just take that offense of trying to yeah. be, because I, I was trying to be nice, because she's going to find somebody that's not going to be nice, and she's mm-hmm. just pretty new. So, how long have you been here? Like, what, eight years? So, I've been here um, just short of six years. Okay. But I've been flying for 12 years. Okay, yeah. I knew yeah. it was, like, something more than a decade, but then I didn't know the point of where it was our company versus the previous company. Right, right. So, yeah. yeah. So I've, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot. But anyway, so that that was going back to, like, yeah, it's part of, as a server, because I've been a server, mm-hmm. it's part of your job to make sure that your tables are good. And I worked, I worked for a company that you really could only have three tables at a time, mm-hmm. uh, or restaurant, I should say. Um, so, yes, it wasn't that bad, but then sometimes you'd get stuck with, like, a 12-top, yeah. you know? Um, you just kind of have to like pay attention. Yeah. And thing is like, this is 2020. Right. He had an electric iPad, you know, like get him a tablet, iPad, whatever that he can put orders in. Mm -hmm. And he like had to come back and double check. Mm -hmm. And he never really took it out to take our orders. And 
he passed us multiple times. And then what was that comment that you were making to me? So we were just shot of him. (laughs) I actually, I didn't mean for my comment to, to like reach him, but Mm -hmm. I'm glad it did because it just like brought out, like he got really defensive about it. Um, Cause we were just like talking, cause I told you that it was just the fact that he hadn't come by and he hadn't taken the time to like properly see that we were missing drinks. And so I said, I'm like, you know, usually tip on service, not on the actual price. And I tell the, you know, like if, if I leave less, less than what I, than like the, the normal, like 15 to 18 to 20%, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then I tell them you like, this is why, because you're lacking in your service. And so he, that's, I think that's what he heard, like me saying that. And then he's like, oh, so is my service adequate? And I was like, honestly, no. Yeah. That's when he got all defensive. I was, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that I told him why he didn't do, like, you know, our appetizers coming out at the same time as our actual lunch, like you missing a drink, like me missing a drink and me having to flag him down, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it wasn't even like, do you need anything? It was like, you guys are good, right? Like, yeah, you know. there was no care for how we were doing. And he was like, so sorry. I have like seven tables. He, well, he didn't but, say that. He like he didn't even apologize. He was like, well, I have seven tables. Yeah, that's I'm like okay. So you have seven tables. None of your tables are more than two people. Yeah. Yes, we like you know we would get on the weeds sometimes when we were serving, but there's other people. There were so many because he it wasn't even him bringing our meals yeah. or our drinks. It was somebody else bringing our stuff to the table. The service difference between us and then the table right next to exactly. us. Exactly. So, so different. different. <laughs> yeah, so different. And it was um a mother like in her mid 40s maybe right. and her daughter and then us right. and he was being super sweet. He took a photo of the two of them sitting together, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then to us it was like you good? Yep. Yeah, like nothing at all. So so when he said that so when he was like, when he started making excuses, I was just like, what? Like, what is this? But so I'm glad the you know, the manager came over and he swapped out um, our servers. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a manager do that before, but I'm kind of happy that he did yeah. because. Well, the manager even realized that he brought me the wrong on the house drink mm-hmm. when he was like, well, you're completely, when he said you're completely wrong about like mm-hmm. I have not, I have not been treating you differently, or I'm not treating you bad. Here's complimentary drinks on the house. You see, I didn't have a thing. I didn't have a lemon drop martini. I was having mimosas. Yeah, I had a lemon drop, and then I switched over to like the Malibu Beach. Mm-hmm. The Malibu tasted horrible. I would have taken that lemon drop instead. You should have. Uh, well, yeah, but then the the manager right. took, took the lemon away. drop immediately, yeah. and I'm just kind of like, damn, <laughs> I could have had that lemon. Drop. How was the last drink that you had? The, oh, the, the martini? The martini, yeah. Yeah, that was like, it tasted like a straight up watermelon. Really? Yeah, it was. I didn't think I'd, I didn't it was, try that one. Yeah, it was very sweet. Maybe I'll have that tomorrow. It was good, um, but it was so sweet. Um, So if you don't like sweet stuff. Oh, maybe not. We'll yeah. But yeah, my espresso martini was really good. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. That was like a nice sipper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anything on your mind, like pet peeve wise? Actually, is this your first holiday traveling season, like working? No, no I was, was last year. How was last year compared to this year? So last year, um, I was on reserve. Yeah. So reserve life is very different very, from but, holding a line, as yeah. I'm sure you know. And last year, literally, they called me on Christmas Day for a Cancun turn. Uh-huh. And it was literally the worst thing possible. <laughs> and I hated my life. I couldn't do anything on Christmas Day. I couldn't commute home, even though I had days off after. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, like, I came back to Chicago and it took an hour to get through all of, um, you know. Immigration yes. and customs and all that stuff. It was a long, like, eight, eight nine hour day. That's you crazy. Know? And... People were assholes. They always are. I don't understand because, like, it's the holiday. 
you could be a little bit nicer. Right. It's it's possible to just say, thank you, happy holidays, you know. Anything. Eye contact. At least eye contact. Right. Like I mean, it's even worse now with the mask. Mm-hmm. They don't even look at you. Oh, yeah. They, they will literally look anywhere but you. <laughs> and it's like. I uh, oh I was flying recently and I was mid cabin and I was trying to brief my exit row so I have um the the twelve people in my exit row mm-hmm. so I go up and I do the little hand movement to kind of like be right in front of them and so if they had headphones and they see my arm there and they look up right. you know this gets their attention and I do it to the next people behind and I was like guys I just need your like right your attention for 20 seconds here won't be any longer can you hear me over there and then I do that whole thing to my right, ear ears, so it's yeah. kind of like pull it pull out, out yeah. and listen to me this dude pulls out his earbud I start doing my whole spiel I'm like blah 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 these are doors welcome right you know like all that yeah yeah and then I'm like I need a verbal confirmation that everybody is willing to able and able to exist <laughs> To exist. Yes, yeah, <laughs> to exist. <laughs> oh, wow. Do you exist today? Do you exist? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Um, I'm not working right now, okay? It's fine. I didn't it's slur my weird. words. That's fine. <laughs> um, but anyway, I'm just like, are you willing and able to exist? <laughs> and I pointed this guy immediately because during the time that I was doing my spiel, mm-hmm. he put his headphones back in. I usually just stop. I finished and I pointed right at him and then I stopped and I was like, sir, can you hear me? Pays no attention to me. So I just kind of put my hand and I'm like, I need your attention. Did you hear what I said? It was like, oh, I thought you were done. And I was like, no. And so I do the entire spiel. I w- oh, everybody's freaking watching us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to swear. Uh, I don't care. Oh, okay, cool. So everybody's fucking watching us. I have two pilots in the row behind him. So you know <laughs> right. they're, they're, they're looking. Yeah. Right. And so I do the whole, this is the safety information card. Do you understand? <laughs> and I do the whole head nod thing. Like, do you? Like, yeah. And are you existing? She says yes. <laughs> and then I'm like, are you willing and able to assist? And I make sure to really bring out my words and emphasize everything. Right. It's like, I'm calling you out on your bullshit. Right. Um, I moved a nicer guy into the exit row next to him so he doesn't have the row to himself. So mm-hmm. I was like, this guy was nice. I'll move him into my exit row. Right, right. And you were a dick. So he's going to go right next to you. Right. So, yeah. People suck. They do. They have been sucking lately. Today, no. like that lady that got up at final oh, to go yeah. to the bathroom. I've never seen that. I mean, it's not the first time that's happened, but she was like trying to come out as we're landing. And I was like, no, you're staying in there. And then she goes like, why can't I come out? I'm like, because we're landing and you're going to fall. So she landed in the lavatory. I have never <laughs> seen someone land in the lavatory before. Never. And I was watching from the exit row. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> but at least she didn't cause too much drama about it, you know? And I, I, know. I still have, I still wrote a report just because Not she worse. said to me, she said to me, I told her when she came out of the lab, she was like, how was I supposed to know I was, I was supposed to be quick? And I was like, I told you when you walked in that you had to be quick because we we're going to be landing. So you shouldn't mm-hmm. be up anyway. Yeah. And that the gears were coming down. He's like, well, that's an ignorant statement. How do I know how long I'm going to take? Then don't go to the bathroom. Like, we made s- several announcements. Remain seated. We're landing. Uh, we're coming through the aisles for final checks. Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy. And she was sitting near the front, too. Exactly. And it wasn't like a short flight, you know, where you only have 10 minutes to be mm-hmm. up. You have three hours mm-hmm. just Wait ten minutes for the seatbelt sign to go off, and then go use the lab. Go turns off, and I mean the thing is, is like today the captain turned off the seatbelt sign super Mm -hmm. early, so there was like no, and it was mostly off throughout the whole flight. I think it only came back on maybe twice Twice. for like twenty minutes. Yeah, so not even twenty minutes. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I was (laughs) so me and the other flight attendant were just like, what? (laughs) <laughs> what just happened? Hmm. 
Well, that's an experience for her. Right. You know, she right. probably tweeted about it and was like, oh my God. And that's why I wrote the record. Yeah. Because if she, because she, because of the way that she handled the, like herself in the mm-hmm. whole situation, like you did me wrong. Because we were like banging on the door of her. Oh, I saw. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, who was banging on the door? And I was like, I was, because you needed to come out. I would have just opened the door and been like, <laughs> it is time. Right. She's like, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm like, the gears are down. We're less than 10,000 feet from the ground. Yeah. You need to be in yeah. your seat. Oh. Did you guys call the captain at all? No, because, so what happened was, um, she was, she like got up and I was standing there and I was like, you need to be, like, you were landing. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to be quick. And I was like, okay. So we assessed that since she said she was going to be quick, we didn't need to call the captain. Yeah. Um, but then when the gears came down, it was too late to call the captain. Yeah. You know? I'm like, the best you can do is tell her to hold on for dear life. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's no seatbelts in there. And the captain did a lot of check breaks today. I know. <laughs> oh that was, I wonder if he knew. I'm sure. I mean, they use the labs right there. Yeah. Well, the thing is, so the thing is like in the front galley, they can smell everything from the mm-hmm. lab. Um, but whenever have you, whenever you do like flight, uh, whenever you go in there, mm-hmm. um, they actually have. A little light that says lavatory occupied. Really? Yeah. The next time you go in there, check it. It's like where when you walk in, it's like right in the same time. Okay, I'm gonna check for that. Mm-hmm. I've never really discussed this with the pilots before because I usually my pilot speak is, "Oh my god, where are you from? Where are you based?" Oh, <laughs> I just ask you. I just ask you. Show me button. If I'm feeling like using my valley girl voice here, like I really need to make conversation <laughs> because I'm just needing a break. Right. You know? I'll be like. So many buttons. Oh my god! <laughs> Tell me, what, what is, is this that? button do? <laughs> Ooh, what is this button do? Yeah. Especially during deplaning, if I'm like totally just kind of like I don't want to deal with passengers anymore. Because we all reach those points. Oh yeah. I'll walk in and be like, "Hey guys, do you need anything?" <gasps> my God, that's so cool. What? Tell me more. You can tell when this door is open and closed. <laughs> like, what is happening? <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> They love it. At least I think they do. They haven't told me otherwise. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, pilots are kind of, nar- I have a lot of pilot friends, but a lot of them are <laughs> pilot so friends sick. too. <laughs> I, I I dated the one pilot. So it's like, I can make, I mean, I dated the one pilot too. Yeah. I feel like it's a rite of passage. It, it, I, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. You're not a part of the aviation until you've done your dues. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so during boarding today, mm-hmm. um, this one passenger was trying to stuff her bag into the overhead bin. You, it was it was the it was rows behind you. Yeah. So so me and the other flight attendant were looking at her and she's trying to stuff this huge bag mm-hmm. into the overhead bin. And she's like pushing and pushing and pushing and um and I was like, ma'am, you're going to have to take something out of there because it's not going to fit. Mm-hmm. And she just, like, looked at me like deer in the headlights. What? <laughs> I was like, if you keep pushing, something is in your bag is going to break. Now your bag is going gonna, gonna to be stuck and you won't be able to get it out when we land in Florida. Have you ever had a bag open on you? Yeah. Like, like, you know, like the purses or yeah. like the, like the, the little tote bags. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, that's why I don't, I try not to, like, I, first of all, it's not part of my responsibilities for me mm-hmm. to lift your bag. You pack it, you sack it. Yeah. So, and second of all, I don't know what's in there. I don't know what, like how heavy it is, what mm-hmm. you packed. Like, no. Unless they're elderly and nice. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, of course, I'll help you with your bag. Mm-hmm. I'll help you. Right. I'm not doing it myself. Right. Because I may be a strong, smart, you know. Right. But, like, it's still your bag. It's your bag. And you were able to get it through TSA mm-hmm. to the plane. Right. All the way down here. You got to finish the job. Right. Exactly. And then, I mean, so whatever people tell me, well, this one girl came on board. She's like, you need to put my bag up. And I was like, nope, no, I don't. It's not part of my responsibilities. She's like, well, they did it on the last flight. I'm like, that's the last flight. 
it's not part of my responsibilities. If I get hurt lifting your bag, you're not going to pay my bills. I'll be more than happy to gate check it for you. And you can pick it up at baggage claim. Mm. And she just like sauntered back. I had another, another, this was like, so this was like a younger girl. And then I had an older lady say that to us, like, I need my bag put up. Mm. And I said, um, we can't, we can help you guide it once you lift it, mm-hmm. but we can't lift it for you. Yeah. And so she walked to the back and I saw her in the exit row. And so she was in the exit row and I can't remember if it was like an, a male flight attendant or another male passenger that mm-hmm. helped her put the bag up. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> so I walked to, I walked back to the exit row and I was like, I'm sorry, ma'am, we're going to have to move you. And she was like, excuse me. I was like, we're going to have to move you. And she was like, why? I was like, because you were not able to lift your own bag. So the store weighs 35 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. So we need like, you need to be able to lift up to like 50. And if you can't lift your bag, Mm -hmm. then you're not able to sit here. And like I showed her, you know, like the criteria on the front of the car. Mm -hmm. Um, And she goes like, oh, well, I can lift it. I just didn't want to. And I was like, okay, like, well, I need to physically see you bringing it down and then putting it back up. And she was like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, unless we like, unless you don't want to, that's fine. We'll just move you to a different area. Mm-hmm. And she goes like, Ugh. and she like pulled it and put it back up. And I was like, thank you. It's not that hard. It's not. It's, it's simple things. I don't know. People are just difficult. Like they want it their way. They want to have everything. And the difference between one of the regular seats and the extra row, I mean, it's on certain planes, it's a big difference. Mm. But for the most part, unless you're over six foot, you're not going to really notice or care. No, you so. definitely don't. You definitely don't. What's your favorite aspect of uh, being a Um, Don't mention travel. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That's a great one. Even though we can't do any traveling right now. I know. I miss it. I think I'm ready to, like, take the vaccine right now just so I can be, like, Castel La Vista. Right. I'm going to Yeah. Um, travel. I think – so the reason I came back to, like, traveling in general is because I missed going places. And mm-hmm. then I found, oh, I can be a flight attendant. And do it. And get paid to do Hooray. it. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can pay me to fly places that right. I already want to go. Right. So, um my favorite aspect is definitely the travel. Yeah. Besides the travel, it's meeting new and interesting people every right. day. Because, like, we're all doing the same job. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, at least flight attendant-wise, we're right. all doing the same job. But we all have different aspirations. Right. And it's so cool because one person will be like, oh, yeah, I love this job. And I'm also working full-time as a nurse on my days off. And then someone else will be like, I have a bakery. Right. You know, like, there's yeah, different like, people very, everywhere. Yeah. And I've met some of the strangest people and some of the best people just because they're, like, trying to share their own life but then also have the ability to travel. And that's something... I have in common with them. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, travel, travel, exactly. Yes. But then I'm learning about baked goods. So, okay, baked goods are really good. Jose showed me a bunch of his stuff. So impressed. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't like. I don't. I'm not a big sweets person. Mm-hmm. But when he cooks, yeah, or like, I'm sorry, when he bakes, um, he'll be, you know, working on a cake, and I'll just grab the remnants of like, mm-hmm. the cake, and I'm like, I'm not eating this. It's so good. <laughs> He was showing me photos um, when we had our layover together. I was like, oh, my God. I made this. And I love baking. I can't cook. I can maybe, like, make noodles or rice, you know, simple little mm-hmm. things. But anything more complicated than, like, five steps, I'm out. So we started talking about it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love this. Right. I want to learn more. And then, you know, see see that person, like, make their life aspirations come true. And, like, I'm loving being a flight attendant because I have so much time off. I can focus on writing my book. Right. And I can do everything that I want to do for my longer-term goals. Right, exactly. While still enjoying my life now. Right. So. Yeah. How long? So you don't want to retire a flight attendant, is what you're saying. What do you mean by retire? Like, you want to do, like, because you said you have other aspirations for the yeah. future. So, like, you don't, 
you don't see yourself being a flight attendant for, for like until you retire. If I'm still flying when I'm 65, because that's still the general right. retirement age, yeah. my feet are probably going to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm thinking about wearing, like, at least a one-inch heel for the next 30, 40 years. I'm going to have blisters. Um, There's going to be some major, like, I'm going to have to cut off some of my toes. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like, the more, um, the more you fly... Or like yeah, yeah. The more you mm-hmm. fly, or the more the more seniority you have, yeah. the, the least that you f- actually fly. So you could potentially be flying at sixty five, true, but only working like one trip a month. Yeah, and that sounds really good. My seniority right now is uh, getting lower and lower every day. <laughs> well, people are coming back, <laughs> which is coming great, back, which is great. But then I know so many people junior to me that are also deciding to leave because of how aviation field is currently working. Yeah. And that's really upsetting for me to see, not because like my seniority is going down, which is upsetting as hell. Right. But because I want everybody to get what they were hoping for out of this job and to see that they didn't find the joy that I found because I joined, a, I started this job at a perfect time. Right. It wasn't COVID. Exactly. And these people started a month or two before COVID or the month of COVID, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's some people still in training yeah. when COVID hit and everything shut down. And they never experienced what it's like to have the nice layovers mm-hmm. where you can just go out and you don't have to be like, oh, does everybody know what the... Like, what's what's happening? What's open? Yeah. What's closed? Like, yeah. <laughs> It's not a concern. Every place has breakfast. You're not just getting like an apple and an orange juice. You I know. know. <laughs> or like the same muffins that we have on the plane. Yeah. Or like the same cookies or yeah, granola bars. We got Oreos and uh, what are those? Sun chips? Sun chips. Yeah. Sun chips is something new. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't had those in was a while. Was there, I was going to ask if there was water in there, but they actually handed us the water. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I was non rep, so I was kind of like staying back. <laughs> I don't exist. You're like, I don't know. I'm not here. I am not here right now, guys. Yeah. But I think that's probably something we wouldn't have lost so many people Mm -hmm. if it wasn't COVID. Right. But I mean, you know, everybody is, um, you know, it's protected, at least the ones that aren't away right now. Yeah. They are protected. Um, Unfortunately, some of the airlines aren't as lucky as we are. But it looks like it's getting close to being everybody getting recalled. So that's nice. I totally forgot. Dude. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So like other people are, you know, coming back. Other airlines aren't as lucky as we are to get, you know, not have yeah. had any furloughs. But I know that a lot of flight students did lose a lot. I think it's a great job. And I know so many people are holding out for this Mm -hmm. and when they do get recalled as soon as like certain things start opening back up again we get our numbers down it's Mm going to be great yeah it's going to be great for everyone Everyone. yeah you know yeah i'm ready yeah me too (laughs) you've been ready where's your where's your first place you're gonna go when you're able to so I had so many plans mm-hmm. for this year. Right. I know. Um, I think the first place. Okay. It depends on what opens first too, because what opens okay, first. Okay. So ideally. My, everything's open at the same time. Yeah. So let's say like everyone's safe. We're all good. Mm-hmm. The whole world is open. Okay. Um, well, for my birthday, I was going to go to Budapest. Okay. So I kind of want to go to Budapest. Okay. I feel like that's a good start. If I can't get to Budapest for some reason, I really want to go down to Lima. Okay. Um, I really want to go to Machu Picchu, you know, mm-hmm. do that stuff. Um, You're going to do, like, you would do, a like, a three-day hike or, like, oh, yeah. yeah. I would really I love those. do that. I was talking to somebody the other day because, I, I, you know, I, I hiked into and then camped at the Grand Canyon yeah. for two nights. And I was telling another person this, and he was like... Yeah, I'm not going to go camping ever again. Because, well, I guess he went camping somewhere yeah. and he had like an encounter with a bear. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I would totally understand why you don't want to go camping again. Yeah. Um, I, so two or three months ago, back in September, mm-hmm. I went camping in 
it was kind of on the Utah Arizona border. Mm-hmm. Um, and we camped on the beach. Oh, nice. So freaking nice. I have a story that I'll tell you not on here <laughs> because it's involving someone else who wouldn't want me to share this. Um, but we went camping on the beach and then we went to the Grand Canyon, but it was so freaking nice. And then I went out to New Mexico back in February mm-hmm. and I spent a couple days there and I went not camping, but I went um, hiking out there and it was gorgeous. I love New Mexico. I feel like hiking just, it's like a whole experience in itself. It just kind of brings you back to who you are as a person. And I, I literally, it was right after I had my emergency landing right. and I was like, I am so pissed at everything. Yeah. This is horrible. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get on a plane and go to Albuquerque. Yeah. No, no idea what I was going to do there. And I was like, they have mountains. They have food. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I bought, like, a $50 room for two nights, $50. And I was like, I'm barely going to be there. I'm going to go do shit. Right. And enjoy it. And um, it was great. It was the greatest time. That's great. Yeah. 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 I, like, I mean, I enjoyed hiking in, um, in Scotland. I enjoyed hiking in Morocco. And you wouldn't expect it. And then, of course, you know, in uh, Arizona and then the Grand Canyon yeah. and stuff. So you need to go to Ireland. I do. I mean, it's, 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 in, the, it's in the list. If you go to Ireland, I'll go with you and have a few I kind of don't want you to go. Wow. <laughs> I know a yoga retreat out in the mountains I was going to share with you. But, you know, I'm going to keep my yoga mountain retreat to myself Fine. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't get to know my fun facts. <laughs> but um, it's so gorgeous there. I bet. I mean, it, it, it's, it's basically just, Scotland. It's Scotland. Yeah, yeah. No. On the other side. I I enjoyed it, though. I need to go to Scotland. Scotland's I can take list. you around Scotland. Yeah, you take me around Scotland. I'll take you around Ireland. Mm-hmm. You know, show off my Irish roots. Yeah, <laughs> don't have any Scot Scottish roots, but I do. I did make a lot of um, good connections when I was last there. Mm-hmm. So I'll hold you to that for sure. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite layover that you've had? I love San Diego. Yeah, it's San a good Diego's one. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big California person. Like, well, I mean, San Diego, I feel like, has the perfect weather yes. year-round. Oh, yeah. I haven't been to San Diego in so long, and I really want to, because there's so much to do there. You have, like, the beach if you're a beach person, and then you can go in into the city, and it's so nice. You know, our old hotel there would have um, bikes that you can rent from, like, from the hotel. They and, have that at our... A new one? Yeah, the current one. Okay. Well, I don't know. I haven't been. I haven't been to San Diego in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but we like took the bikes, me and this other flight attendant, and we just kind of like had fun day, like from our hotel down to downtown. We mm-hmm. like took pictures. We just kind of went everywhere. It was really nice. I was just looking at those pictures actually earlier. There's this one. I'm gonna look it up. So this was. A year ago, mm-hmm. I got groundly. Well, not groundly. Um, I got grounded because my ears wouldn't pop. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was literally so bad that I ended up having to go to the hospital, mm-hmm. getting on antibiotics. It took like almost a week for my ears to pop. It's the worst. It was. It was so painful. But I did a bunch of research of what I could do when I was like mm-hmm. on. Did you rent the car? No, I should have. But I found it. This is called Spruce Street Suspension Bridge. And it's in the middle of the city. Oh, and nice. it's just this bridge that they have suspended, like, over a park. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gorgeous. Like, Oh, that's really pretty. And it's in the middle of a residential neighborhood. Not even, like, a five-minute. You can walk across in less than five minutes. Nice. Um, yeah. I like there's that. a ton of thrift stores around there, too. I, like, had a nice, calm day like that. Um, I like those days. But it was so nice doing that. I highly recommend it if you ever have a Another, San Diego. Yeah. I I um I love I mean, miss our Portland um layovers. I haven't been to Portland. We don't want to go right now because we don't stay where we used to stay. Yeah. But um but yeah, San Diego's pretty close. And then I really enjoyed our Boston layover. Yes, was Boston fun. was so fun. Oh my god. Oh do you I was I was just thinking about it. I was like, did we have lunch? Or did we just like go straight from the hotel? 
Because I can't remember. So from the hotel, I remember this because we have that one flight attendant on the plane who I was talking to. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a YouTuber, Mm -hmm. you know, and he was like, oh, yeah, what you have to do is go take the tea down to here. From there, you take it and you walk about five minutes and boom, you're going to be at the store. And I was like, okay, perfect. I can do that by myself. Like if no one wants to join me, I can do this. Oh, I remember now. We went to that pub first yes we went to black rose yes 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 um and they were really nice it It was just the loud girls nearby right right yeah and then the guys that were hitting on the loud girls oh my gosh it was so bad (laughs) i mean it makes shameless it was just shameless it because it wasn't even like the guys were hitting on the girls it was the girls hitting on the guys to hit on the girl. It was just like a weird like the girls oh, like buy me wanted. a drink. Like buy me a drink. Yeah. Yeah. But they were drunk. It, was, it works out for them. Yeah. They were drunk. They just wanted to have a good time. They were so freaking loud. Right. We had like the one beer or one yeah. something. We had the one beer and like we had an appetizer or something like that. Yeah. And then um I was like this store is amazing. Oh yeah, I went to Primark. We had Okay, so how do you say it? Primark? Primark. 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 Um P R I M A R K. Yes. Great store. It's in Boston. It's all over Europe. Yeah. I used to shop there all the time when I lived in Spain. Like it was my go-to store whenever mm-hmm. I needed something new to look cute. Right. And there's and, so, like it's good quality and good prices. Yes. And we went there, and they had a big sale of all of their, like, what was it, like, summer stuff? Yeah. I don't even know, because it was, everything was on sale at the yeah. time. I got a whole bunch of stuff for my nieces and nephews. Yeah. I bought so much stuff for myself. <laughs> so, um, if I hadn't had to go to the bathroom, I I think I would have kept shopping. Oh, yeah. We probably could have gone back, but instead, yeah. I really enjoyed that we kind of... Just kind of wandered off. Wandered off. Did we Google, or did we just kind of pop upon that place? I can't um, remember. So, I, like, we were looking for a place to have... To go to... First of all, we were looking for a place to go to the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> Very important. And we were also hungry. Yes. So, um, I remember Googling... And then it came up mm-hmm. and then I wanted to go there because of my, you know, like I was like, oh, it's Elephant and Castle. I said an Elephant yeah. and Castle when I was in London last. Yeah. So like, let's go there. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. It worked out perfectly. We had like a bottle of champagne. Prosecco. Prosecco. Sorry. <laughs> um, You picked it out. I was just kind of like, yeah, that sounds good. You know, because my... we were just going to have dessert because we had dessert first. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm kind of hungry now. So freaking good. Um, it was like cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Delicious. But the fact that we kind of like sat down, had our drink. We were there for a while. We watched the sunset, basically. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And um, there was that couple that got really freaked out about the mouse. I know. <laughs> I'm just like, you're you're sitting Outside. on the street. Right. Like blockaded off from the rest of the road but still it is the street right exactly come on and there's a cockroach remember like mm-hmm. around our table and you tried to feed it <laughs> it just did not work it it was exploring i can't even remember what you put down but it was kind of like oh what is that and then i was like oh i was like okay i'm gonna walk away now yeah and then the waitress was super sweet i know she was great and then the brother took over for her. And you were like, you better split that tip with your sister. <laughs> oh, it was a good time. I mean, the thing is, it's like, we, I mean, I, I don't know if you've, ever, if you've ever served before, but I have been in like that instance where I mm-hmm. kind of like, I've had a table sit in my section forever. Mm-hmm. And so I vowed that if I ever had to, or did that, mm-hmm then I would compensate because they do have to go. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like they're not going to be there. Yeah, they have a life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so if I have to do that, then I'm going to compensate accordingly yeah. for taking up a table in their section because they might not be able to, like, sit somebody else there. Yeah. It's totally fair. No, of course. Like, I thought I've never been um, – I've never worked in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked in a lot of food. Um I've worked in gas stations. What was your first job? <laughs> Fast food. <laughs> <laughs> Did you work at 
Mickey D's. No. Um, I thought Mickey D's was below me. Oh, really? I was like, never will I ever. So I worked at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I worked in the kitchen at Chick-fil-A. I was the only female in the kitchen. Really? I loved it. And then towards the end, I learned to hate it. Hmm. Um, but it was like a great job. I applied because I always had one day off a week. So I'd always have my Saturday nights. You know, I could still do stuff. I got... It was, like, 16 when I got that job, and then I worked there until I was, like, 20, okay. you know? So, it was, like, a good yeah. long period of time. Um, and then I switched over to working at a gas station because mm. that was more fun. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever thought of working in a gas station as fun because, <laughs> I mean. It's it's a really strange job, um, but when you work at a gas station, you have the same three people that you always work with, mm-hmm. and then there's, like, you get a stock in the fridge for hours. I used to go into the fridge or the freezer, you know, uh-huh. stock, and then stay in there and just listen to music on my phone and okay. sing along, and then people would hear me when they would open up oh, doors, yeah. and I know they can. Right. I just didn't give a shit. <laughs> so I would continue to stock and do whatever I'm doing, and work with the same guys all the time there was this one guy who would like watch porn on his phone oh my gosh. <laughs> at the register um and he got fired thankfully but we had like such a character like with every person was so unique and then we'd have people that came in and we had regulars i learned ev- about every pack of cigarettes mm-hmm. you know like it was it was just a really relaxed job to do minimal work but so much fun with my my crews. Like I, I love them. I said crew. Right. So I know. Like, now. Like, like, wait, that's not right. That is but I mean, it is, it is kind of like a crew because yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Are you so going back to um projects or you know, or like flight attendants having other projects mm-hmm. besides being a flight attendant. Is there anything that um that you're doing? So like I kind of mentioned earlier, I'm writing a book. Yeah. Um, that is a project that probably won't be completed for another year or so. Okay. Um, and I'm going to kind of keep that under wraps for myself because mm-hmm. that's a more personal project to me. Right. But another quarantine project I have recently started around the same time as when you started your project right. or all that stuff um, was I have a podcast. Hey, yeah, that's right. Sounds familiar. I know. What? <laughs> I know. So strange. Um, the podcast is with one of my best friends. He's a flight attendant with us as well. Mm-hmm. You've flown with him. I've flown with him. Yeah, yeah. He's a great time. Um, his name is Christian. And we've had the podcast for a couple months now. Mm-hmm. Um, flying good. has kind of made I know. it harder. I know. We're learning the struggle of everything juggling yeah yeah yeah. it's so much um and especially editing can take hours on end (laughs) but our podcast is called galley confessional for anybody wondering i'll just kind of do that little shout out for myself good guys go listen to the galley confession yes have you listened to other podcasts Oh, tons. <laughs> what are, like, what are your top two podcasts? Like, top two yeah. podcasts right now? Uh-huh. Because my top two right now are so different than my, not really. Um, So one of them is called Just Break Up. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Told you all about this podcast. Right. You need to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Like, you will get, oh my God, <laughs> great advice. I love Just Break Up. I will forever support them. Um, They're now exclusively on Spotify. But oh, really? I still love them to pieces. Um, the other podcast I'm addicted to at the moment is called Other People's Lives. Okay. I think I told you about this one as I, well. I don't remember. Okay. Um, it's like a podcast where they, two hosts bring on a guest every week. Okay. And the podcast is like them having an interview with them the entire time, just like their weird fascination in life. Like, um, I'm addicted to inflatable animals or, you know, something right, like something that. Like something oh, that's so okay. absurd. That's, that's different. It just opens your mind to be like, huh, there are different ways of living life. <laughs> right. And as someone who's always like kept to my travel and writing, it's like, yeah, this is, this is completely normal for someone else to live their life mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. I love it. 
So that's cool. I have yeah. to listen to that one too. So I've been listening to, and you, you like, you listened to this one as well because I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. My favorite murder. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So one. yeah, uh, and um, and then the other one is. If you ever like have a chance to, it's this podcast. I just started during quarantine, I think. Mm-hmm. It's called Bad Counsel. So and it's three friends and they essentially like take questions from the like their audience, like their followers and stuff. Yeah. And they just like, have the most funnest, ridiculous answers for yeah. these people. Oh so if God. you have a chance, go ahead and check it out. <laughs> I think also you mentioned this on your Instagram. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because um they like they just started following me and then so yeah, nice. so I started listening to them. It's pretty, you know, they're pretty funny. I was like laughing on my road trip. I was oh, like yeah. listening to them. Podcasts are so great, especially for those long periods of mm-hmm. like you don't know what to do, but you can't listen to the same ten songs. I know, like so great. Yeah, Amazon Unlimited it can only give you so many, mm-hmm. <laughs> so many songs. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, no galley gossip tonight because we had a pretty good, um, lengthy conversation about just pet peeves. Um, thanks to Bobby for coming on. Yeah, and thank we'll you for have some me. more adventures. Jim, thank you for editing. Um, sorry if I was uh, oh, too needy with my editing. <laughs> and I'll see you guys next week. Stay safe, fly safe. Bye. Bye.